I am saying that the most heinous criminals that have ever existed in this world, from what I can tell by a study of history, are here today in America. These men are not politicians and leaders, they are misleaders. They are criminals. They have caused this country to be sold out to its enemies. Jordan Maxwell, Matrix of Power. Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Taboo Topics with Govan. Today's episode's going to be an interesting one, I hope. Um, I wanted to finally talk about the one thing that's been causing, well, basically all the political decisions that are going on right now. The wall. <laughs> sounds so dramatic saying that. Um, I kind of want to get right into it pretty quickly, so... What I wanted to start off with was, I feel like no matter who you are, I think we can all agree that the wall is one of the least knowledgeable decisions that the president could have ever focused on. Okay, that's all. The end. Bye. Have a good day. No, just checking. (laughs) Kind of, actually. Um, It is one of the least smartest things Trump could have focused on. Um... Just because, I mean, he could focus on, you know, like, real problems, maybe? Like, the treatment of veterans in our country. He could focus on bettering our relationships with countries other than North Korea and Russia. Um, And a lot more. But I guess the point is, there are a lot of better things that he could have directed his attention towards. But, unfortunately, um, he did direct his attention towards the wall. And so I'm I'm I am probably going to put some opinions in there here and there. But um one of the really main things that I wanted to focus on today was how the wall really has nothing to do with government. And by that I mean government by my definition or you know like just a rephrase of what it actually is, is government's the passing of laws to continue the progression of our country. And the wall essentially has nothing to do with that. This wall is all about politics. And what politics is, is politics is the process of electing and re-electing representatives. And essentially, that's what Trump wants to do, right? He wants to be re-elected. So let's kind of break down for a second. During Trump's campaign, he built his whole foundation through the victimization of those who supported him, which is mainly whites. So he made his supporters feel as if they were under attack by all the people who, in reality, they attacked. So through all that victimization, he pumped up his crowds by shouting about the wall. The wall should be a huge leap in protecting them all from criminals and job stealers and just bad people, right? That's how it went, and that's what he would say. And then everyone cheered. Which, kind of side note, by the way, is really ironic because... If we look at what's happening today, and we look at the amount of scandals and crimes Trump is being investigated for while being our president, 
He's in, being investigated for all these crimes and all these scandals. And he built his platform on trying to get rid of criminals and all these things. His supporters tried so hard to push away, quote-unquote, the bad people. And yet they put the worst in one of the highest positions in our government. And when I think about that, I, I genuinely don't know whether to laugh at, sorry for lack of educational words, but the, stupi the stupidity in that, or cry because that means that our country voted him in. And just adding, kind of adding on to that and like talking about scandals and all that type of stuff. I remember when Obama was president and Trump encouraged the whole show me his birth certificate thing, right? So there was, if you don't know what I'm talking about, there was this whole thing when Obama was president about, oh, he, he wasn't born here. He was, I think he is like this whole like thing about how, oh, he was born in, not in America. I don't want to, I forgot what country they were saying, but, um, Basically, essentially, they were saying he wasn't born here and that he was not a natural-born citizen. They weren't saying he wasn't a citizen. They are just saying he wasn't a natural-born citizen. And if you know anything about our country, you can't be president if you're not a natural-born citizen. So Trump kind of instigated that in a way, and he encouraged people to continue along with it, and people actually went with it. Like, there were people who actually questioned if Obama was a natural-born citizen while he was in office. I mean, if Trump really thinks that someone can get away with not being a natural-born citizen and become the president, who are we to not believe that he genuinely thought he could have meddled with Russia in order to get into his presidency seat and not get into trouble for it? I mean... I wonder just what goes on in his head. Like, does he really think our country is so weak that somehow a person who wasn't born here, one of the laws that we set forth from the beginning of time, is going to get into the presidency seat? And if he genuinely believes that, like I said, how can we not believe that he didn't think he was going to get in trouble for meddling with Russia or doing all these things? Like, for me, it just feels like seeing him actually believe those things and instigating those things just makes me further believe that he you know regardless of like the investigations everything like that he did partake in that which by the way the investigations are showing that evidence of him meddling with russia to kind of get into the presidency seat, so, I mean, I guess that'll be another podcast, but, um, okay, so, going back to what I was saying, let's take the whole campaign thing and the victimization and all that into consideration for just a second. If the one thing he built his campaign on, or he built his foundation on, was saving everyone, quote, everyone, through building a wall, and he doesn't build one by the time re-election comes up, then he won't have as great of a chance of being elected again. And honestly, 
I would give Trump credit for even thinking about that. Um, but it was probably his party organization that thought of it anyway. So, no, but seriously, he isn't going to get... It, I don't, I don't want to say he isn't going to get reelected for if he doesn't build a wall because I didn't even think he'd get elected in the first place. So I'm not even going to go and try to make any predictions anymore. But um, I, I want to say that the people who voted for him based on those things and actually based on the things he said he was going to do will probably be more hesitant to. Um, but the thing that I find really funny is, and kind of weird, is the approach he took to this. Like, his actions, especially when having to work with controversial topics like building this wall, show so clearly that he does not know how to be a leader. He seriously does not know how to handle these things. Like, oh my god, okay. It's almost... As if he expects to just say something or tweet, I guess in this case, and then all of a sudden have it be done. As if every single person will just listen to him and do whatever he wants. It's almost as if he doesn't realize that he's the president of a democratic republic and not in an authoritative position of another country. You know, like, this isn't a monarchy. This is a place where you're going to have get, have to get these things approved by other people. And to stop the whole, you know, authoritative position coming back in, the founders put in this checks and balances. So, no, they're not going to do everything that you want. But if I was in his position, okay, because I always think about this, like, how would I approach this if I was Trump? So, if I was Trump meaning I have all the same ideals as him, I, would, I wouldn't approach him the way he did. If I was... He's in, he's in a spot where he has supporters um, that are going to stick with him through thick and thin. Genuinely. A lot of his supporters, no matter what he does, are going to stick with him. And we've seen that through the Russia investigations that are going on with him through the scandals, him paying off girls, um, through, uh, through the, the words that he has said, I don't even want to repeat them, because, I mean, they were just completely disrespectful, right, and, and some of his supporters, who are women, have stayed with him, even regardless of all the things he has said about women, so, I think we can say that the people who support him kind of stick with him through whatever he says, right? Or a lot of the people. Um, that or they don't pay attention or kind of block out all the bad things he does. Um, which is probably how they stick with him. But if I was him and I knew that I had all these supporters in that way and I was using his whole victimization ideology that he was using and I wanted to build this wall, I would be calm about it. Like, he's so extra, you know? He just, I would meet with the Congress in person, not tweet to them or tweet about them. I would meet with them um, 
have discussions peacefully, make my points, maybe offer them something in exchange for signing a bill, um, you know, to create the wall. I wouldn't, I wouldn't take it out on America as, as a whole. I wouldn't shut down the government and make more citizens hate me. I wouldn't tweet negative things about the whole situation. My approach to tweeting, this is, this is what my approach to tweeting would be if I was Trump. I would tweet out positive things about the meetings, the, the ones I just said that I would meet with Congress and stuff, did thingy. And by doing that, you do it in a way where you kind of put Congress in a corner where they look bad for not negotiating. And this is the whole politics side to it, right? Like the whole twists and turns. You make them look bad for not negotiating. And therefore, that's why nothing is happening, right? Because I know when um, when Obama was president, for example, and I know we always continuously compare it, but it was just the president who was right before him. When Obama was president and Republicans had control of Congress, he took an approach to it where he would he put out there, I can't get anything done, and he didn't say exactly like this, obviously, but he put out there, I can't, I'm trying to get things done, but I can't because Republicans don't want to approve anything. And so, when he says it like that, or if, you know, when anyone says it like that, it's like, okay, well, why aren't these people compromising? And, okay, Trump has tried to bring in history so many times, and if he genuinely wanted to bring in history, he... You know, and do it in a way that makes him look good, at least. He needs to bring up, or if I was in his position, I would bring up how our country was built on compromise. That all we can do is compromise. That we're not all going to always have the same ideas. But we have to compromise so that we can move forward. And so, when he talks about it in that way, he can, and if he did it in the right way, he would be able to put them in a, in a corner, put... Yeah, kind of like put them in a corner where they can't really escape and they kind of have to negotiate. They're forced to negotiate. And then things get done, right? So, I don't know if that whole, like, ideology would obviously work with a wall necessarily because that's one of the things that's more, like I said, a dumber thing to do and focus on. Um, but thankfully, I don't want a wall, nor am I going to use victimization of people who aren't victims to get supporters. Um, but I'm just saying, maybe if he had another thing that he was focusing on and he just was smarter about this whole thing, maybe he'd actually get something done. I just want to add one last thing. Um, I know this is a bit of a shorter podcast, I'm sorry about that, but I, I wanna, I wanna add something and kind of leave you guys with that, and I know I make jokes a lot when I'm doing my podcast, and I think it's one of the ways that it, you can really talk about these things, um, I don't think they, they should be obviously jokes, and, um, but I do, I put them in every here and there, um, but I wanna be completely serious for a second. If this whole wall thing was seriously about 
illegal immigration and government, not about politics and re-election, Trump would realize that most of the illegal immigrants are people who stay after their visas have expired from foreign countries, not just from Mexico. And if he really didn't have the intellectuals in his cabinet, the intellectuals and the people who he appointed to serve him, to help him, to make him aware of these types of situations, or even the intellect himself to make himself aware, to take the initiative to step forward and look at the statistics, he would know that a wall would be the most ineffective way to counter illegal immigration. Every wall in history has fallen. And if we were to look at it, we would see the Berlin Wall taken down, the Great Wall of China taken down. Every single wall that we have ever built, not just America, but countries around the world, has have eventually been taken down. So what's the point? What is the point? We're going to spend billions of dollars on this thing that's eventually not even going to work? Essentially, it's not. It might not even work while it's up because illegal immigration through the southern border, they don't just walk straight across. It's underground. I mean, you can fly over if you want to. I don't, I don't think there's ever been anyone who just walks straight across. I mean, I'm sure there's been some people, but you know what I mean. And plus... Even now, we have so much technology that a wall just looks stupid. Come on, like, we have so many technology. Like, we have drones, we have all this stuff. And it's just like, how, how could you think that something so old as a wall is going to work? Or why would you even want to put up a wall when we have all this new technology? If Trump really wanted to do something about illegal immigration and he thought it was a genuine problem on the southern border and it was negatively affecting America, the wall would be the last thing he'd go to. Truly. So if this wasn't about re-election and it wasn't about the fact that he talked about a wall during his whole campaign... Then he he wouldn't he wouldn't be doing this. And on one last note, there's so many bad things happening in the world right now. Please stop focusing on a wall, and that that goes to everyone. Start focusing on things that are a whole lot more worth our time. Illegal immigration from the southern border. Those people aren't taking your jobs. They're taking the jobs that you don't want. And do you understand how hard it is for someone who is an illegal immigrant to get a hold of things that can essentially ruin us? I mean, if America is so weak that we're threatened by illegal immigration from the southern border then 
I feel sorry for us. So please, this goes to everyone. Please start focusing on things that are real problems. Please start focusing on the veterans that aren't treated the way they should in our country. There are a lot of domestic problems that we have. Let's start focusing on that. And if we look at it on a world scale, I mean, there's countries like Syria and Yemen and all these different countries that are just going through these things. Might I add also that I was going to talk about this on a different podcast, but I just want to bring it up briefly. It, it sucks to see how Trump doesn't react to journalists being killed um, by Saudi Arabia officials um, because Saudi Arabia is useful to us, right? For oil, for trade, for all these things. <laughs> but, but right, let's let's just target the country that <sighs> I don't even want to talk about this anymore, to be honest. So, I'll say it again, please start focusing on things that are worth our time, because a law, to be completely honest, is not. It never will be. Signing off, this is Qual. Have a great day, everyone. Salam.